0: It's April and Tony back again this week um, to talk a little bit about our pets and, of course, to have Veronica come in and answer some questions for everybody. Um, It's been wonderful these past weeks, having Guinness back, having my little dog family, my little cat family all gathered around. We've been having pajama parties every night, and I have to tell you it really feeds my soul to be around these little creatures that all they want is love. All they want is to be up next to you and have you touch them. It kind of makes makes me realize how important the little things are. And and at the end of the day, the, all those little things are going to be big things that I get to take with me. So, I'm encouraging everybody spend more time with your dogs. Spend time with your cats or whatever pet you have, even if it's a tarantula and you love it. Spend time with it because it's fleeting. They don't have the same lifespans that we do. And there's nothing like a furry hug or a big slurpy kiss in the morning to get the day going properly. That's how I start my day every day. I have three little dogs that wake up and they all start licking my face. And it just makes me want to get up. And want to do things for them. So I'm encouraging everybody, if if you're looking for that, you know, unconditional love moment, you're going to find it in a puppy or some some pet, something that is focused solely on you, somebody who's waiting for you to get home and wondering why you're late. Um, It's always so wonderful. So, Tony, how is everybody over in Maine? I heard you had a thunderstorm this morning.
1: Well, it's going on right now, and um, we rarely get like heavy thunder and lightning, but that's what we're getting right now. But
0: everything are your puppies okay with thunder and lightning?
1: Alex is not. He's right by my feet right now. He's not. Uh, Qq is hiding somewhere in the house, and the other two are just looking out the window. So we only have one that really, really does like it.
0: Yeah, I think it out of up. my group, the only one that doesn't really like it is Nellie. Nelly, and Nellie will burrow like a little hot dog into her blanket when, when it's raining or if there's noise of any kind. Like at, yeah. um Fourth of July when you have all of the fireworks and everything, she is yeah. under the blanket because it's, you know, it's like her little hut don't take me out of here or I'll have a fit. So I just let her do it. Okay. You know, and I carry her you
1: know, I carry yeah. her in the
0: blanket to wherever I'm gonna be, so she's okay.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean but you know, they're all doing fine, knock on wood. Um Alex had a good check on Friday, he's not anemic anymore. <laughs> so QQ has her first vet appointment on Tuesday, so we're getting ready mm. for that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my my dogs dog
0: cats know when they're going to the vet, man, and boy, do I pay for it for days afterwards.
1: <laughs> <laughs> of course. You know, when they're
0: giving you the side eye, they
1: just look at you out of the corner of their eye like,
0: you are scum. You took me to that madman, and I'm not, you know, I'm not happy with you.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Definitely. I know. That's just kind of how they go about these things. And, yeah. Uh, but Hugh is used to her crate now. I've had it out for about a month where she's been going in and out of it. So when I put her in and take her in the car and drive to the vet, I think she'll be okay.
0: Yeah. Cats are a little bit more forgiving, I have found. Um, yeah, Biddy and Nellie, they hold grudges. <laughs> like, yeah. you remember in 19, you know, 15 when you, you you know, you took me out and, you know, I was in trouble and, you know, they remember things like years ago.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They do. But uh, we'll see how this goes. Um,
0: yeah, well, let me not... know. I am, I am still trying to uh, get everybody organized. I'm having a hard time finding a spay and neuter place that isn't going to cost me my you know, firstborn child and a million dollars, um, and there's a right. veterinary shortage in Los Angeles.
1: Oh, my.
0: Now, my oh cat is very available. I've been to him for 25 years. If I call up, he says, bring him in. Um, yeah. Or a lot of places you call, and they go, well, we can get you in in, like, the third Tuesday in, you know, two months from now.
1: Right. Yeah. You know, well, so it's,
0: the, the, the veterinary thing is a little bit difficult at the moment. And my vet is wonderful, but he's very expensive, as they all are. Yes. And they have a thing called fix Nation here where you can take in feral cats to be fixed. But you could also at one time take in pets to be fixed. And if you take a feral and they nip their ear, clip their ear so that they know that they have been
1: fixed. And uh-huh.
0: I don't want to have... Punkin, Pumpkin needs to be fixed. Um,
1: yeah.
0: I don't want her going to have her ear clipped. And no, And no, said no. it's a 4-month wait and it's still $150. And yeah, my veterinary want... wants to charge me 600. And I'm like, ah, yeah. well, let's see. Maybe <laughs> we can find something a little more economical. We'll see.
1: Yeah. So, wow.
0: You know, I'm looking around, but I'm just counting myself lucky that I'm with a vet that will take me because i've had yeah. a lot of friends that have to wait a week you know with something critical and they said well if it's critical take them to you know the place that's going to take your firstborn child all those you know emergency vet places they take your firstborn yeah. child it's so expensive and they'll mm-hmm. say Well take it there and it's like well that's what i'm trying to avoid <laughs> I, don't want to take it there. <laughs> I don't know and it's 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 a, it's a little bit of a crisis right now in Los Angeles. I'm hoping that that settles down a little bit, but I don't know. We'll see.
1: Oh boy! So,
0: anyways, I'm going to go off and see if I can get Veronica to come in.
1: All right, all right. <laughs> all right. Well, hello, hello everyone, and welcome to the show. And um, yeah, we're having our storm here. Mm-hmm which we never have thunder and lightning this strong. But we'll get through it, and hopefully it's one of those things where it rains really, really, really hard, and then it's over. But we've got great questions today, and I encourage you to write in to innerwhispersradio.com, and that's I-N-N-E-R whispersradio.com. Are you there, Veronica? Mm, yes,
0: we are. Good day to you.
1: To you. Our first question is coming from Angela. Is it possible to temporarily switch places with a parallel self?
0: No. Parallel lives are separate from you. They're the same life, but we you made your different choices. And once you cross over, you will have access to all that information. But in a linear way, it would be ultimately very confusing and not be a situation you want to do. Um Switching through back and forth like that would be beyond difficult and not necessary because when you cross over, you immediately will have all the information from those parallel lives and you really don't need that information until you're at your life review. So we would say no on that. Um, It wasn't designed for that type of thing to view or to switch places. Um, It just
1: doesn't happen that way. All right. Our next question is coming from Madeline. Curious suggestion came from a spiritual person I generally admire, but this comment was odd. He said that when you make the transition – The light is a trick by the other side to trap you into their way and lead you down their path. Is this true? My understanding is that the light is love. Your
0: understanding is the correct one. There is no such thing going on in the other side where they want to trap you and take you down their path. Um, That's all very ominous and very fear-based. So we are a bit surprised, like yourself, for someone who was of spiritual quality in this current timeline that would say something like that. That's not the interest of the other side. The interest of the other side is to help you on your journey and not to have you do things their way. That's, no, not at all. So... Hopefully, maybe it was taken out of context and, you know, delivered that way. But no, definitely not true. The other side is not interested in making you do anything. They're there to support. They're there to guide you if you ask for it. But they're not going to lead you down some merry chase. Why Why would they do that? So we would say absolutely not, and that your understanding is that Light is love, is correct.
1: Okay. Tracy would like to know, I strongly feel that my granddaughter is my late mother. My granddaughter has spoken of many past life experiences that remind me of my mother. However, my mother passed six months after my granddaughter was born. Is this possible?
0: It is not standard for someone to come back in in the same sort of time frame that they left. Your mother is integrated a bit with the granddaughter. She comes in and out because she feels she missed a lot of time with her. I mean, she she passed when the child was six months old, so she probably didn't get a lot of interactive time with that child. So we think her mother is coming into the child to have the time that she felt she was robbed of. And the conversations that they are having, your granddaughter is remembering them and picking up on them because she's not – she's a little young to figure out where – you know, where it's all coming from. But we'd say, no. Um, it's not your not your mother in there. She hasn't taken over the form. The granddaughter has her own distinct energy signature within that body. But the mother is coming in to say hello. And that could have an influence. But she has not taken over the child. Um, the child has its own energy, its own soul. But the mother is interacting. And that's probably where the, the daughter or the little granddaughter is getting the information.
1: All right, our next question is coming from Trevor. Do we reincarnate with the same people over and over every time?
0: You travel in cadres, and we've talked of this before, we're certain, but it's always good to rehash and refresh, we think. You have a group we call a cadre. Uh, The Michael energy and entity also talks about a cadre. Well, there's a group of energies that go from life to life, having experiences together. And let's just say you have 20 of them in your cadre. Not all 20 incarnate every single time, but enough of them do to make it very consistent. So, yes, you do reincarnate and you do have issues and you do have things to resolve with the people in your cadre. It is something that occurs, yes, over and over. There are also new ones that come in and sometimes old ones that go out. It depends. But other than that, um, we've answered this once before, we believe, but it never hurts to repeat oneself, I
1: think. All right, Veronica, that was our last question. And if you want to take a break and come back and give the message to the world, that would be great. All right. Okay. Well, I'm sorry about the kids in the background, but um, we had another good show, and I encourage you to write in to innerwhispersradio.com And we will try to get your question on the air as soon as we can. Are you there, Veronica? We are. What a
0: good day to tend to your soul. What a good day to take some time out in your ever overly busy linear reality to just be with your energy. Maybe sit in a nice park and just examine the flowers. Examine the reality, not the dramas, but the stage that is set, and appreciate it. Allow your energy to move through all the things that are around you that are good, and then take it another level. Let your energy go into all the things that are around you that are good, but not necessarily involved in the current reality. Decide to calm down. Decide to bring in this good energy, and allow it to dissipate within to your body so that it can come out of you and help you create your reality in a better fashion it's important to know that the self love time is important take time every day to nurture the self rest the self from the little hamster wheel that you're all running on decide to get off the hamster wheel and take some time of peace and quiet You can read a book. You can listen to some music. You can sit and have lunch with a dear friend that makes you laugh so hard you can't stand it. Those are the elixirs of life that all of you need to make sure are still operational and participating. Self-love, self-care is vitally important to the evolution of your soul. Without it, it's going to be a rough ride. So, Every day, take that moment to love yourself. And that means maybe picking out a linear thing to do that makes you smile. You, all of you need more laughter. All of you need more love. And all of you need more connection. Perhaps put your focus there for a bit. And forget about all the dramas. Those dramas will resolve themselves sooner or later, and especially the big mass consciousness ones. Let them play themselves out. And the people who want to participate in that negativity, let them find your own inner peace and sanctum. Find a little spot where you can giggle and laugh a little. And stay there for a little while. And bring that self-nurturing of your soul and of you as that human being into play. You need it. You need to have that energy going on. So decide to do it flip the switch and do it. We don't think you'll regret it, and we do think that you will find life a little easier to get through if
1: you do. Well, thank you, Verona. Wonderful message. And I want to thank everyone for listening to the show today. We'll be back with you next week with more questions. Until then, take care. Bye-bye.